All right, another edition of On the Chalk, another episode coming up. It's warm one month in, end of April. We're in the start of May now, so we're going to do one-month grades. Take a look at the standings, go team by team, address strengths, weaknesses, who's disappointed, who stood out. So, I mean, first news, Keiko and Kimbrel still unsigned and we're in May, so that's not great, but... The longer this goes, the more I think it's not going to happen. Till yeah. about the All Star break, maybe. Well, what is the date? There's a date. I, I feel like it's June, first or second week of June, where the conditional pick attached to them for turning down the qualifying offer doesn't apply anymore. Right. Right. Um, I want to say it's like June fourteenth, maybe. I'm not sure. It's something like that. But it might take until all the way till then at this point because they're just. They're just sitting at home right now, and it seems like nobody's willing to sign up. Or it won't happen at all. Maybe maybe that's a, a, a conversation we might need to have. Maybe they sit out the entire year. I'd be surprised if it if it doesn't get done eventually at some point. But as of right now, I don't see huge need from a ton of teams mm-hmm. for it, or there'd be more of a market. The teams are still filling, are kind of feeling each other out. You're seeing some some teams like the Red Sox and the Cubs, they both started slow. They're starting to find their groove a little bit now. They're kind of getting mm-hmm. back into the swing of things. So I think I think some of these teams need a, a couple more weeks to figure things out before they really address whether they do need Kimbrell or whether they do need Keuchel. I'd expect Keuchel to go first yeah. just because the emphasis on starting pitching, I feel like this year is really starting to grow a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of got in that wave of, okay, or the opener and all of these relievers, and then we realized that maybe there aren't enough pitchers on the planet that can be a reliever, <coughs> mm-hmm. and the value of starting pitching, I think, has started, you're starting to see that kind of get back to where, where it used to be before. But exciting first month for us. I know we're Cardinal fans. You can't ask for a better first month. 19 and 10. Dexter Fowler's playable now and yeah. really good. Jose Martinez is raking uh, three-game lead over the Cubs right now and Milwaukee. Five-game lead over Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. So uh, you, you look at what Paul DeYoung has done, second in the baseball and hits behind Cody Bellinger. Gotta be, I'm sitting here happy after a month oh, of this yeah. season. I really enjoy watching the Cardinals play, and it's really nice to have a manager that knows what he's doing. That's <laughs> I missed that, right? Yeah. I mean, so let's start with our grades with the Cardinals. All right. I mean, NL Central. Yeah. I mean, their strengths, I mean, the lineup's been unbelievable. And like you mentioned, DeYoung's only second in hits behind Bellinger, and they both look like MVP candidates right now. Um, which we mentioned before the season that Paul DeYoung, if he could stay healthy, he's a guy that could break out, and he has. He's been hitting third in that lineup, as he should be. Uh, he's been great since the start of the season, I mean, really from day one. And he's already got two war. And this is a guy who you were thinking could be a four or five war player, now looking like he'd be six or seven if he keeps this up. Yeah, and I mean, I think his value defensively isn't talked about yeah. enough either. He's been terrific there, but offensively, there's just there's only so many words that you can use to describe to young he's he's doubles he's up near the top of the league and doubles he's been terrific with his batting average sitting about 343 his mm-hmm. OPS is great and this is the type of production I thought that the the Cardinals would get from him because they get Goldschmidt and it takes all of the pressure off of DeYoung. He doesn't have to be that big time run producer. He can just sit back and hit with runners in, on, in scoring right. position and that's exactly what he's doing. 
And then you look at what type of month Marcelo Zuna put together. Yeah. 10 bombs, 28 RBIs, the most RBIs in a single month since Albert way back in 2009. Decent. Yeah. Decent and, company to be a part of. An OPS of 961. You just you got to love it. You got to love it. That's the guy that you went out and got. Also, don't forget five doubles too. So you can forgive his adventures out in left field for what he's doing at the plate. And you got to give this first month for the Cardinals a solid A. Yeah, uh, Marcel Ozuna has been great since that little fall off the, whatever that stunt was with the left field wall. Uh, he's been great. I think he's hit eight home runs since then. And he, this is the guy that you thought you were getting last year. This is the guy that you thought was going to carry your team last year, that you thought you didn't need to go get Paul Goldschmidt. Obviously, you didn't now, and Ozuna wasn't great before you got Goldschmidt, and so then you go get Goldschmidt, and now he looks awesome. And, I mean, since that extravaganza in left field, Goldschmidt's – I'm not Goldschmidt. Ozuna's been hitting something like 325. Right. He's had eight homers. He's been slugging something like 560-something. Uh He's great. He's been yeah. awesome. Here you go. Since falling off the wall on April 9th, Marcelo Zuna's MLB ranks slugging first, one wins like runs WRC created. Plus. Yeah, yeah. W, uh, WRC plus second, isolated power second, home runs fourth with six, RBI fifth with twelve. He's been awesome, and that's the guy that you want. So this is a team that's one of the top lineups in baseball, even without Goldschmidt really clicking right now. Well, so I, I mean, agree. even without him. Matt Carpenter clicking yeah. too. Like when when you get him going too. I mean, Matt Carpenter when he was right last year as an MVP candidate, and he's hitting just two hundred two, three homers, and five RBIs. When he gets going, look out! Right, look out! Solid A. Um, if I'm nitpicking a little bit, I'd like the starting pitching to to get a little bit better. Um, it hasn't been great at the beginning. It's starting to find its groove. Right. Wainwright's been good. Flaherty's put together a couple good starts. Walker's been okay. Mm-hmm. I think Michaelis tonight will go up against the Nationals and Max Scherzer. I, I'm looking for him to get back on track again. So I, I'm okay with the starting pitching. Bullpen, m- pretty happy with overall. So the bullpen's been great. Rock Jordan solid, Hicks is awesome. Rock solid A for the Cardinals. Let's move to the Cubs. 15-12. and 12. Yeah. They start out 2-7. and seven. And now they're 15 and 12. Mm-hmm. They, they've gotten production all over the place. Former Cardinal Daniel Descalso has been terrific. David Bodie has been good. Jason Hayward has been good. Wilson Contreras has bounced back into form. That's a really, really solid club, and they're not even getting peak Chris Bryant yet. So I, I give them their first month a rock-solid B, I think. Yeah, I, I think I give them a B as well. It's The thing is the Cubs, are they're playing well. And they're doing this with three main guys, but it's two out of those three guys are not who you'd expect. It's Javier Baez, Wilson Contreras, and Jason I didn't Hayward even bring up Javier Baez. Yeah. Right. Baez is still playing really well, still playing like an MVP. Uh, Wilson Contreras, who was one of my guys who I picked to break out. and thought the Cubs should have offered him an extension after his little bit of a down year last yeah, year. and he's breaking out. But Jason Hayward's the real surprise. I mean, he's, it seems like he's finding his power stroke at least somewhat. Uh, and obviously he plays gold glove defense in right field. So I think Hayward probably won't keep it up. He'll come back to earth. But probably by the time that happens, you have Bryant and Rizzo clicking by then. Yeah. Um, the thing with the Cubs is their bullpen is bad. It's Very just bad. bad. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's Br- getting better, though. I'll give them that. Uh, yeah, sure. It's, yeah, since May 7th, or since April 7th, they've had the best ERA of any bullpen in baseball. It's getting better. Getting Pedro Strope back helps them a yes. lot. Um, the thing with the Cubs is, Strobe's good, but I don't think he's closer material. 
Okay. And the one closer you signed, Brandon Morrow, is now in question of is he ever going to throw a pitch for the Cubs right. again after he's had a slew of injuries and he's really been on the injured list more times than not. And it's the Cubs, they need a closer. You need someone you can trust because even Strope, he's been great. He's been awesome for them the last two years, but he's known to be erratic sometimes. So hopefully Carl Edwards Jr. figures it out at Iowa and he comes back and then you keep cruising with Strope. But I mean, they're one of the teams that I think might look at Kimbrell at some point. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, it's all about the right price and I think they will get that. I, I will say though, they're starting pitching when, when it's good they might have the best starting pitching in the National League Central. Uh, just with Quintana's resurgence a little bit, Kyle mm-hmm. Hendricks will get back to form. Hugh Darvish had a really encouraging last start to go along with Cole Hamels and John Lester, two veteran lefties that you can count on every single day. So B for them, right? We, we agree on that? Yeah, B for them. Uh, just on the starting pitching, Hugh Darvish is a 5.02 right now. Yeah. but as It'll long, get better, though. As long as you have Hamels and Lester there holding it down, and then Quintana can still be... Usable, you should be in good shape. Let's, so yeah, solid B. All right, Brewers. This one's interesting for me. Seventeen and fourteen. Mm-hmm. They're three games back, so they're they're basically tied with the Cubs right now. And we gave right. the Cubs a B, but I feel like this start for the Brewers should earn them a C. Here's why: Christian Yelich was unbelievable so at the start of the year, and that masked a lot of the issues and right. deficiencies that they have on that roster. So he can go off and hit whatever 13 home runs. He's leading the the league in WAR right now. Right. He's the most valuable player in all of baseball. But he is a band aid for the fact that their lineup has been very eh for right. towards the middle of this this first month, and their starting pitching is horrible. And Josh Hader's extremely hittable right now. He gives up another home run last night to Ian Desmond in the Colorado Rockies. His ERA is well over three at 3.77. That is a problem, right? There's a lot of issues with that Brewers team, and their run differential says it all. They're minus two in run differential compared to plus 32 for the Cardinals and plus 27 for the Cubs. Even the lowly Cincinnati Reds have a plus 10 run differential. Your run differential says a lot to me. Milwaukee's is a very good representation of where they're at as a franchise, and I don't expect them to be around much longer in this race. So solid C. Here's the thing. Uh, there's two very important distinctions to make about the Brewers. <clears throat> Christian Yelich has an A+. Yes. The rest of the Brewers team has a C, C+, for me. Because, like you said, they have so many other issues. Travis Shaw, I think, is still hitting in the low 200s. Mike Moustakis really hasn't gotten together yet. And then Josh Hader. That's the starting point for this bullpen that was supposed to be great for you. And then Hader, yeah, he's still striking out a ton of guys. But when he does get hit, he gets hit hard. He's in the 99th percentile of... Average exit velo. He leaves things up and right. it gets crushed. I he, mean, he's in the nine. He's in the ninety ninth percentile of strikeouts, but also an average exit velo against. Thanks to Mike Petriello for that one. But it, he was this guy that was unhittable last year, and now when he's getting hit, he's getting hit really hard and at a really high rate. He's giving up four home runs in fourteen innings. This yeah, year. that's just not good enough. All right, mm-hmm. so we agree on that. C for them. Pittsburgh, five games back, thirteen and fourteen. You know, I'm kind of happy with what they've done. I had a little bit lower expectations. I thought that they were the worst team in the Central coming in. Maybe they're better now than Cincinnati. They're starting to get a little bit of contributions from up and down that lineup. I like a couple of the pieces that they have, so I'll give them a C plus. I think they they earned that right now. Uh, I'm going to give the Pirates a B minus. I 
Didn't expect as much from them, and they got out to a really good start. They were leading the NL Central for most of April. Um, they've hit a recent skid lately. I think they're in their last ten. They're like two and eight. Yeah, their last ten games, two and eight. Uh, they might have lost like seven in a row or something like that. They won one last. They won night. one last yeah, night, but pre- to but, get back going. But previous to that, I think they. But it was lost a come from behind victory. Yeah, but their rotation's been good. Uh, Joe Musgrove's been awesome for them. Jameson Tyone obviously has been great. Even Chris Archer has been really good for them. Uh, so those Milky t- Cabrera's been great. Those top three. Milky Cabrera's been good. Starling Marte's been really good for them. Um, eh, Marte's not been awesome. He's, he's the, His batting yeah. average is only 200, three homers, 11 RBIs. I, I don't know. I yeah. think he's on the downturn of his career. Right. They need Gregory... Gregory Polanco back. Yeah. Uh, he's still hurt with an injury. He's their everyday right fielder. He looked like he was on the come-up last year and then got hurt. Um, but until then, I like what the Pirates are doing. I think their effort to even be at 500 right now uh, earns them a B-. minus. Well, an interesting guy, too, is Felipe Vasquez, their closer. Mm-hmm. He has a .71 ERA in 11 games. He already has seven saves and a ridiculous 21 strikeouts where he's mm-hmm. averaging uh, 14.9 strikeouts per nine innings. That's pretty so, good. Pretty good. Cincinnati, 12-17. and 17. We gotta speed these things up a, a little bit, but Cincinnati twelve and seventeen. I thought their offense would be better. I thought their lineup yeah. would be better. Uh, their pitching has been a little bit better. Luis Castillo has been terrific so far this mm. year through another outstanding um, outing last night. We get next sensel tonight too. Yeah, C minus D plus D plus for me. Um, I hoping, but that, their run differentials plus ten. So like, right again, their like, offense has come to life. Their first few games, they got they. Didn't score a run I think, what was it, like four or five right. straight games, something like that. They get Nick Senzel, though, today. They called him up. His first game is tonight. I'm really excited about that. Senzel's the number five overall prospect. Um, I believe he'll be playing center field. I'm not sure. Uh, but their offense is finally coming to life. You still have Joey Votto, Eugenio Suarez, Scooter Jeanette there. Yasiel Puig. has been a disappointment so far, but I think he turns around. And now you have Senzel, who's one of the most pure hitters in the minor leagues, coming up. D-plus for me. But I do think they have some things there that could work. Sonny Gray, we talked a little bit yeah. about how he, we wanted him to bounce back. He's been solid. He's 0-4 this year, though, but his ERA is just 3.64, so a little bit solid. of a tough luck there. He's been he's been all right. He Win, can, wins are... Yeah, wins don't mean anything anymore. Okay. NL East? NL East. Great division here. Yep. This is kind of going... I think this is going to go back and forth. Philadelphia, 16-13, and 13, 552 winning percentage. They are 5-5 five and five in their last 10. A run differential of plus 12. They're great at home, eleven and six. Horrible on the road, five and seven. So, I'm going to give them a B plus. I I thought they'd be a little bit better. Bryce Harper goes um, had a rough game last night, got booed. He's not been terrific so far this year. I still think he'll find his form. He I think he's leading the league in, in walks, walks this yeah. year with twenty three, right? 20, yep, yeah, twenty three, twenty three walks. So I think that they'll be better. I think that this division might reel them in, though, and cap their ceiling a little bit just because the Mets are solid, Atlanta's solid. I still think Washington is going to be decent for most of the season. So B-plus, they could be better. Real Muto's been pretty good. Segura's been really good, but they need a little bit more. Yeah, they do need a little bit more. I'm with you on that because you had all these guys, like you said, you brought in Harper and Real Muto, and you had Hoskins shift to a more comfortable position. Um and then it doesn't really come together yet. Harper still is an 878 OPS. Yeah. He's still playing pretty well. Um, like you said, leading the league in walks. So I think he's still got a good eye. It really comes and, to their pitching, right? Well, and here's the thing. With Harper, he's third in the league in average exit velo. Right. So he's still hitting the ball really well. So, you know, he's still up there, and he's still striking the ball hard. So that's what you want from him. 
I just think that a guy like Aaron Nola is Nola's been when struggling. he has the stuff when he has his stuff right, he's an ace mm-hmm. type of material. He's a maybe a Cy Young candidate, maybe a sneaky Cy Young candidate, and the five sixty eight ERA right now is not going to get it done. Right. He has struggled a little bit with walks, thirteen walks too so far this year, and it's kind of been battered around a little bit, giving up ten point five hits per nine innings. So that will need to change. Uh, I expect them to still be near the top of everything, but uh, B plus for me. Yeah, I'll give them a B plus. I think they can get better. I think they will get better. Uh, Reese Hoskins has been playing really well. Harper's got going to turn it on at some point, and then Noel's going to come around at some point. And yet, until then, they have Velasquez and Arietta who have been pitching really well too. So let's B+. move on. Let's move on to the Mets. Sure. I love what they did bringing Pete Alonso up to start the season. Great. And what do you know? He's really, really good. Nine homers, 26 runs batted in. He's walked 14 times. His on-base percentage is 382. His OPS is a ridiculous 1,024 right now. So he's doing everything you wanted and more. Robinson Cano has been all right. You want him to be a little bit better. But 15 and 14 in this division, B+. plus. Yeah, I think that the Mets, I didn't expect them to be this into it. I thought they'd probably be in Washington's position more. Yeah. But uh, the Mets have been good. They've Jeff been McNeil's pretty decent, too. <clears throat> Jeff McNeil's been awesome. Uh, he had another four-hit game the other night. Uh, Edwin and Diaz has been a great pick the, for them. In the, the only bullpen. thing for the Mets is their rotation's got to be better. Yeah. Uh, Wheeler's got Wheeler's been on again, off again. He's been every start or so. Um, but... They have these guys. I mean, Steven Matz has been solid, but at the same time, you need Syndergaard to be better than a 6-3-5. You need DeGrom to come back. DeGrom had an elbow issue. He's on the injured list right now. Because you can't be out there right. with Jason Vargas as your number two. Right. I agree. And expect to win and keep your head above 500. Atlanta, a game under 500, 14 and 15. I'm underwhelmed. Yes. Very, very <laughs> underwhelmed. C-. minus. They they should be better. They got to be better if uh, they want to if they want to compete. And this is they went out and made moves <laughs> that said they wanted to compete. When you go bring in a third baseman like Josh Donaldson and you buy into that situation, you got to be better. And they're not right now. Freddie Freeman's been good. Ozzy Albies has been good. But after that, it, it really falls off. Yeah, I have a D for the Braves. I expect them to be better. Uh, I expected more from Acuna. I expected more from Donaldson. I expected more from the rotation. I thought Gosman, Newcomb, and eventually now Max Freed's up. I expected more from those well, guys. And their closer, A.J. Minter, has been awful. Yeah. Another candidate to get bring in Kimbrell. They yeah. need a closer. They yeah. need bullpen help. Washington, 12-16. and 16. I didn't... I, they were my NL East <laughs> division winners. You were on that Nationals train I hard. really liked that Nationals. I really liked that lineup. I thought mm-hmm. that uh, the pitching would still be good. And Max Scherzer has an ERA of over four. And Steven Strasburg has an ERA in the high threes. And Jeremy Hellickson has an ERA nearly six. And Annabelle Sanchez is nearly six. Patrick Corbin's been all right. Yeah. But after that, hoy, boy, I, I just... And the lineup's not really clicking either. Right. So... Uh, I'm going to go D minus. I'm very close to an F there. You can't go 12 and 16 to start this month. Agree. I'm very close to an F for them, too. I think the only thing saving them from a failing grade for me is that they have so much youth there. They just called up Carter Keboom, who yeah. was a top 10 yes. prospect in the MLB. And uh, they've been ravaged with injuries, too. Right. So we got Trey Turner's out. Ryan Zimmerman, Anthony Rendon. I mean, when we talk come into the season, you could say Turner, Rendon, and Zimmerman might have been their three most valuable hitters. Well, so Soto Soto's up there, Robles is in there, but they've right. been ravaged with injuries. I, I think, think they'll get I think back. the yeah. Nationals will turn around, but the only thing saving them from a failing grade for me is how many young prospects who are highly regarded there is. Um they probably won't finish better than third in this division. Though. Right. Miami. 
worst team in the National League, I have and it's nothing, not close. I have nothing F. to say about Miami. Move on, right? Yes, I have nothing to say. All right, about. let's go to the West. <laughs> Actually, one thing about Miami. Oh, Curtis oh, come Grand- on, you can't. You have to stay on Grand. Okay, one thing. Okay. Curtis Granderson's still amazing. And okay. he, he's ageless. That's all I have to well say. Well done. All right. <clears throat> Dodgers, 20 and 12. Run differential of plus 37. That's best in the National League. There are only two teams that have a better run differential in the big leagues, and that's Tampa Bay and Houston. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> A, been great. I love they have the most depth, and I don't think it's that close in the National League. They're the cream of the crop. My thing with the Dodgers is kind of – Almost a similar situation with the Brewers. Cody Bellinger has an A+. The rest of the Dodgers, they're, so st- they're still a B. The Dodgers, the rest of their team is still a B, B plus for me because Jack Peterson's been playing well. Max Muncy started rough, but he's been better. Justin Turner, he's always starts not great in April. He usually turns it on in May. But the reason their whole team doesn't get an A for me is because of the rotation. Kershaw just came back. Uh, Kenta Maeda's been fine. Bueller's been bad. Bueller's been very bad. Stripling hasn't been as good as he was last year. Hey, that's why you don't come to St. Louis and get a four game. <laughs> that's why. Right, they got swept by the Cardinals. Uh, Bellinger's been awesome. I think Bellinger is on the fast track to win MVP right now. He's got to stave off Baez and Yelich, but he's been awesome. He's leading the majors in almost every statistical offensive category. Guess what his well, OPS is? It's like, isn't it like, is it above 1,500? No. Uh, it's 12. just slightly under 1400 1397 Jesus yeah that's crazy he and he and took that to boot that he plays four defensive positions yeah. very well yeah. all three outfield spots and first base also David Freeze has been semi-decent for them off good. the bench two homers and eight RBIs yeah Alex Verdugo I need him to get more at bats I get that it's tough but I think he needs to get in the lineup yeah. a little bit more okay Arizona Pleasant surprise here. Yeah. 17 and 13. Greinke's been pretty good for them so yep. far this year. No Paul Goldschmidt, no problem for that offense. They're still putting up big-time numbers. They've scored 158 runs so far this year, which is the same amount as the Cardinals have scored. They've been really good. So <clears throat> i, I got to give them a lot of credit. I, I didn't see this happen, A, for me, from for the Arizona. A, for me, from Arizona, too. I thought they'd be at the bot- more towards the bottom of this division. I thought that San Diego was definitely better than them. I thought that Colorado even was better than them. Yep. Um, I, I thought Eduardo Arizona, Escobar's been great. Ever since he they traded for him from the Twins, he's been amazing. David Peralta's been great for them. Uh, Adam Jones has been fantastic, proving that he has a lot left in the tank and that yep. other teams made a mistake not signing him. And like you said, Grinky's been awesome. Robert Christian Ray's Walker. been good. Even Luke Weaver. Luke Weaver, who they traded for, has been very solid for them. Yeah, I mean, so you look at Luke Weaver's line right now: two and one, three point seven three earned run average, thirty one in third innings, thirty two hits, fourteen runs. That's fine. That'll yeah. do the trick. Diamondbacks have an A. They're a surprise team for me. And <clears> also <throat> another interesting one: Greg Holland has yet to give up a run this year. Of course, of course, because he only stunk for the Cardinals yeah. after you wrote that article saying that they needed him. Yep. San Diego, Thanks seventeen and yeah, seventeen and thirteen. San Diego, uh, A. This is what happens when you bring up your best guys. This is when you bring up Paddock and you bring up Tatis. This is what happens. This was not the team. I didn't expect them to be this good this fast. Their run differential is still a negative nine. That concerns me. I don't expect them to be in the mix all season long. I don't expect them to finish with a 567 winning percentage. But they have some things there. There's something there. Eric Hosmer has five homers. Tatis Jr. already was six. Franmil Reyes has been really cranking it with eight home runs, too. I, their pitching, still you still need to get more from their pitching. Paddock's been awesome with an ERA still under two, but they got to get a little bit more from Eric Lauer. I expected more from him. His ERA is over four and a half. Um, but their bullpen's solid, too. So Adam Warren's been good for them. Kirby Yates is solid. Chris Craig Stammen. So I'm, I'm impressed. I'll give them a B plus. 
Uh, so here's the thing. For the San Diego front office and their decision-making, A-plus for bringing up Paddock and Tatis right away. They've been solid contributors. They're largely the reason you're even hopeful about a playoff spot this right. year, being in contention for a playoff spot. Um, Padres have a solid B, though. But Manny Machado has been good. Manny Machado's been very bad. Uh, he's slugging like 398. Something like that. His slugging is 368. 368. You, you spotted him a couple bit. So, I mean, he's been very bad. Uh, maybe it's an adjustment thing. But he has six extra base hits. That's not good. Um, <laughs> but the Padres are getting solid contributions elsewhere. They're getting solid production from Hosmer and Will Myers. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. You'll take that. Will Myers and Eric Hosmer. Renfro. Yeah. They all have OPSs in about the 750s, which yeah. you'll take. Uh, Tatis goes on the injured list yesterday, hamstring strain. Not great. He's been playing really good defense. He's been fantastic offensively. You need him back. But until then, if the Padres can just hold their head above water until Tatis comes back and until Machado starts figuring it out, I think they're a playoff contender. Another interesting name there, Francisco Mejia, when he starts to settle in a little bit more. You saw the gun he had yesterday with that ridiculous throw down to second base. He's not hitting well right now. He's only as... Uh, three doubles, no homers, one RBI, and a batting average of 146. But once he finds it, he's going to be really, really good. Yeah. Col- Colorado. F. F. Agree. They've been bad. I mean, this is a team that beat the Cubs in the postseason yes. last year. Uh, a team that signed Nolan Arenado, a superstar, to a superstar contract. They still had a ton of pieces. They signed Daniel Murphy. Everybody's taking a step back. John Gray and Kyle Freeland have taken a step back. Daniel Murphy hasn't started to hit yet. Uh, Charlie Blackman's fallen off a cliff. David Dahl's still trying to figure it out. Uh, F, I mean, I expected a lot more. Uh, I'm yeah. disappointed. Even Ian, Ian Desmond, too, has been really rough. I mean, yeah, he's is, been rough since he got there. I mean, Trevor Story started out with like a, a man on fire last year. He has seven homers and 19 RBIs. He's been he's been pretty good. And Arenado's doing Arenado things, but got to get more from out of that lineup. I expected yeah. a lot more. San Francisco Giants, 12-18. and 18. Their 12 wins are tied for second worst in the National League. So only the Marlins have less wins than San Francisco. Um, kind of what I expected. Yeah. You look at that roster with Evan Longoria and Brandon Crawford and Brandon Belt, and you go, man, that'd be really good in like 2009. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're old. They're, I, I'm expecting Bumgarner to get dealt. I, they just don't have that young talent. Joe Panic's been really rough so far this year, yeah. hitting hitting two hundred two. Gerardo Parra has been hitting under two hundred. So F. Um, see, the thing is, they get a C for me because this is what we expected. We knew the Giants weren't going to be good. Uh, this is about what we expected from them. They but get a C. What are they me. showing you that shows that they're on the right path? Jeff Samarja and Derek Rodriguez have been good. Okay, uh, I I think they've been good. I think Bumgarner's been good enough where you can trade them, and then they have a couple of bullpen pieces that they can trade for. Bumgarner's has an ERA over four. I you'll still see someone trade for him. Um, but Samarja's been good. You can possibly trade him. Derek Rodriguez is a nice young guy that you can potentially look at for the future. Melanson's been all right. Yeah, and their bullpen's fine. Will Smith and Melanson are guys that you look at that can be dealt. I, they get a C. I mean, this is what we expected. They haven't disappointed or surprised me at all. They're but right in the middle. Let's move to the American League. Shall we start with uh, Jake Hassan's favorite team? Let's do it. The Tampa Bay Rays, 19-9. and nine. A plus! 19 wins. Uh, no team in baseball except for the Dodgers have more wins. Then the Rays, A+. Plus. A+. Plus. Yep. Not even close. Continue discussion. Move on. <laughs> uh, I mean, Glasnow and Meadows have been awesome. Meadows on the injured list right now, but you'll take it. Uh, Yandy Diaz is set to blow past his career high of home runs. He might have already 
broken it. I think it was one, <laughs> and I think he has three now. Right. Um, Yandy Diaz has been great for them. Meadows has been a revelation. Glasnow has been a revelation. They get Snell back off the injured list. Brent Honeywell is going to be up at some point. Uh, and then just the guys they have, Matt Duffy and Christian Arroyo, look like steals from the Giants in those trades. Tommy uh, Pham, too. Tommy Pham, Kevin Kiermeyer have been great, so they have a really good uh, outfield. I mean, once Willie Adames gets it going, I think he was once a top five prospect in baseball. The Rays are going to be even scarier than they are. Yeah, I, I agree. No doubt in my mind. Let's move to the Yankees. 17 and 12. Mm-hmm. After all of the injuries that yep. they've had, I got to give them an A minus. I mean, you're talking about Clint Frazier's injured, Aaron Judge is injured, Greg Bird is injured, Giancarlo Stanton is injured, Troy Tulowitzki, Miguel mm-hmm. Andujar. That's a lot of injuries to deal with. That's a lot of your talent. Yeah, I, that, those are your Chad Green is another guy. Right, right now, their lineup is relying entirely on Gary Sanchez and Glaber Torres and Luke Voigt. Yeah, like that's it. That's it. And and they've they've, <gasps> they've stepped up to the plate. Luke Voigt, twenty five runs driven in. Good for him. Former St. Louis Cardinal could never really crack uh, the rotate or you know the lineup with the Cardinals. Right, and he was up done, and down. He's done great there. I, I got to give him a solid A minus to just ex- keep their head above water. Um, and Better stay than. and stay close to the Rays, only two and a half back. And yep. once they get all these guys back, boy, they're gonna be good. Uh, I agree. A minus for the Yankees. Shout out to UC Sabathia, three thousand strikeouts last night. Um, and yeah, to be five games above five hundred with all of that talent on the disabled list or on the injured list, rather, that's really good. Uh, Luke Voigt will eventually fall back to earth a little bit, but by then you're gonna get Judge, Stanton, Frazier, Andujar, Tulowitzki, all these guys back, and then. Just you gotta just hope that your pitching staff can keep it together. Paxton, CC, Tanaka, just hold it together until the offense is back and fully firing. Toronto know? gets a C for me, okay. only because they brought up Vlad, <laughs> <laughs> right? Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and I hope that he can continue to get plenty of at bats and go. Marcus Stroman has been great this year, an yep. ERA of just 1.43. Their rotation overall has been pretty solid. Aaron Sanchez and Matt Shoemaker have been pretty good. Ken Giles in the bullpen as well with an ERA. I'm fortunate for Matt Shoemaker with the torn ACL that he suffered last week. He that, was doing really well. That was that sucked. Yeah, he that was sucked. pitching really well. Um, the the Blue Jays get a C for me, yeah. Uh, their Vlad, lineup's very meh. Vlad Jr. has been good so far. Uh through five games or whatever it is, uh, I expect him to be in Rookie of the Year contention at the end of the year. Uh, Stroman's been awesome. Sanchez has been good. Uh, the Blue Jays are going to trade those guys uh, at sometime this summer, and they're going to restock that farm system. Tell you what, Freddie Galvis has turned into an interesting trade piece. Five homers, yeah. 12 RBIs, batting average. And he's always 13. been a good defensive player. Yeah, so that that's good for him. And Justin Spokes having a little bit of a resurgence up there in Toronto. Yep. Boston, 13-17. and 17. Run differential of minus 27. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, didn't see this one coming uh, at all. I'm going to give them an F. <laughs> they that, that just, you just can't do that. Uh, I think the person that really stands out the most uh, to demonstrate why the Sox are struggling is Chris Sale. Oh, uh, 0-5, an ERA of over 6. It's just, it, that's, just that's not the Chris Sale I know. That's right. not the Chris Sale I really love watching. His FIP is 5.212. I mean, his, his whip is way uh, over what it should be, 1.4. So uh, not good. That whole ro- rotation's really struggled so far this year, and that's kind of the reason why they're at where they are. Yeah, for Boston, they get a D- minus only because they've started to t- sort of turn around. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10. Uh, Rick Porcello and David Price have looked better. 
But this this lineup needs to hit. Uh, Michael Chavez has been kind of a spark plug for them. Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez are still hitting, but everyone else is just not living up to their end of the Jackie deal. Jackie Bradley is hitting 148. That's not great. No, not good. Okay. Baltimore, 10-20. and 20. They yeah. get a D for me, D+, because they were fine for a little bit. Yeah, right? They have more wins than the Reds. So like, they're very irrelevant. They're, right? they're outside of an F for me just because they took the opening series from the Yankees. There you go. That's it. Moving on to the AL Central, who actually has been pretty entertaining. I like it. A little bit. They've been good. Minnesota, 17-10. and 10. Rock solid, A- minus for me. They've done what they needed to do. It's I liked what they did in the offseason when they went out and they brought in Nelson Cruz. And who's the guy from Houston that they got that I'm forgetting? What? They, they went and got a guy from Houston. Oh, Marlon Gonzalez. Yeah, Marlon Gonzalez. We talked about him all, all year. Yeah. I mean, I, I just like what, they, what they've done for the most part. Um, and 17 and 10, hey, also, we were right about Jose Barrios. He's been terrific this yeah. year. Barrios looks like a uh, Cy Young contender. Um, Byron Buxton finally starting to do something with the bat. Anything. 250, 302, 463 for a 765 OPS. You'll take it. You will absolutely take that because he is a absolutely elite defender in center field. So as long as he can be average, and in this case a little bit above average with the bat, perfectly fine. Twins, A for me. Also, their bullpen's been very, Fantastic. very good. Okay. Cleveland, 16 and 12. Game and a half. Um, back of the, the Twins. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a B. They're okay. Their uh-huh. rotation's really good. They've had some injuries that they've had to deal with. I think we know that this they're not as talented as they used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to give them a solid A. Jose Ramirez hasn't been great this year. He's only hitting 180, two homers, nine RBIs. I expect him to get it going a little bit more. They go out and get Carlos Gonzalez. He's been very meh, right? He's he's very meh. They needed him, though. You know who they really need? Frankie Lindor. Yeah. That's that's the guy. When he gets back and and he gets rolling, they need him to get rolling in a big, big way if they want to catch back up to the Twins and eventually assert themselves as the number one team in the Central. Yeah, C-plus for me. Uh, Their offense has been very, very bad, but that rotation keeps them in it. Kluber, 5.81 ERA. Not good enough. Yeah, Bauer's been solid. I mean, he's been carrying them. Yeah, yeah. Detroit. Better than I expected. A lot better than I Gotta expected. Gotta give them a B. I they've, give them a B plus. They've been pretty pretty solid. I mean, we came into this thinking, okay, who do we who can we count on in that rotation? And Spencer Turnbull has been really good. Matthew Boyd has Matthew been Boyd's firing been it. Jordan Zimmerman still sucks. Tyson Ross still sucks. And then he gets hurt. Um, so they're struggling. But I really also do like a couple of their pieces in their bullpen. Shane Green, really good closer. Daniel you should watch Morris. him throw a little bit too. Daniel Norris is solid, too. Yeah. Uh, nice little prospect from Toronto. and I mean, he's been in the league for a while now. but It's weird, great. though, because their batting average as a team, 228. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, this isn't sustainable. Well, I mean, this is essentially just with the Tigers, you're waiting for Casey Mees and yeah. Matt Manning. Casey right. Mees, by the way, threw a no-hitter the other night. And kind of a big deal. At double A, so right. awesome for him. Let's go to the White Sox. The White Sox might have a sneaky MVP candidate. Tim Anderson. Oh. Tim Anderson's been awesome in the first month. The it's only one month. The it's problem month. with that is, let's say he keeps this up, you're going to get to, oh, well, he's not on a winning team. Sure. But he has six homers, 18 RBIs. He's stolen 10 bases already. He's hitting 375. His OPS is over 1,000. He looks like good. a guy who could be a 20-30 type of player. Him and Moncada have been great. They oh, both get A's. They've been really, really good. Yeah. Eloy hasn't been great as he, he got yeah. injured, too, so you yeah. need him to come back. You know who this team really misses? Manny Machado in the middle of that lineup. <laughs> you'd feel so much better. About uh, the this. pitching, I don't know if the pitching, they need a pitcher. Yeah, but you'd, you'd feel so much better about where they're heading 
if Machado was I think there. you still feel good about where they're heading. Yeah. Cease is shoving in the minors right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean... They're and Lope, Lopez at a, what, 14K game? Yeah, but his ERA is at 6.03 still. But but you can still, you see the signs. Right. You no, yeah, progress. you definitely see the signs. So. Uh, Calame has been good, and so has Kelvin Herrera. Those two are two trade pieces, pieces that they can trade. Yep, you're stealing the thing right out of my mouth. I'd like to see Carson Fulmer get a little bit more of a, a run. He's had a couple interesting outings. Meh. I think his stuff is still good enough to play eventually. But, yeah. I mean... Bullpen. Yeah, what what, are, what did we grade them? C... I, I gave the White Sox a B plus. Okay, I, I'm going C plus. Kansas City, 9 and 20. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. Name one other Kansas City Royal other than Alex Gordon. Billy Hamilton. Whit Mondesi. Whit Merrifield. Whit Merrifield. Uh, Do we count Salvador Perez still? No. Danny Duffy. Okay. Uh, Ian Kennedy. Okay, we're Ian, actually... We know Ian, our baseball. Ian, we know our twins. Ian Kennedy is having a resurgence, though. Ha- we know our good. twins. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, um, Mondesi, too. You said Mondesi. Okay, okay. All right. Let's move on to the West. Our final division before we get out of here. Houston, 18 and 12. Man, they're good. They're yeah, good. they started a little rough, and then they went on that ten game win streak. Uh, and th- they've, they've been cooled fine. off a little bit, a little bit. But I'll take it. Um, Bregman and Altuve are still doing MVP type things. Correa and Springer will come around at some point. Correa has been good this year. Yeah, six homers, eighteen RBIs, hitting three hundred. Okay, Michael Brantley's been awesome. Michael Brantley's been great for them at the top of the lineup. Uh, you just need the rest of the rotation behind Verlander and Cole to kind of figure it out. Yep. Ryan are not. Yeah, Ryan Presley. Is that his name? Yeah, the guy they get from the Twins, uh, the reliever who still hasn't allowed a run. He's going for the franchise record. He's mm-hmm. been awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right, Seattle. 18, a for me. For, yeah, by the way, very much. Oh, yeah, A for Houston too. Seattle, way better than I expected. A, a done. Hitting bombs. Domingo Vol- Santana, really good. Domingo Santana and Daniel Vogelbach have been revelations for the Mariners, and that's the, really the reason they've been carried right now. Mitch Haniger's still been good. Uh, you. Tim Beckham is not going to continue to carry right. you. Edwin uh, Encarnacion, eight homers. You'll take it. I mean, and the rotation has been fine. Felix Tell you Her- what. Felix Hernandez is coming back a little bit. Tell you what. Jay Bruce only hitting 180, but he's got nine bombs, so got to give it. it to him. Take All right. It. Texas, 14 and 14. A little better than I thought. Run differential of plus nine. I'll give him a B. I'd give them a rock solid B, too. Joey Gallo, OPS above 1,000. Uh, he just continues to hit tanks. Uh, he gets shifted against, I think, 98 or 99% of the time. Do you know who's crazy. been really good for them this year? Hunter Pence. Really? 304 batting average. His uh, OPS is about 873. He's wow. not hitting a ton of extra base hits, only three doubles, but three homers and 13 RBIs. Good enough to play. Good for him, though. Good enough for I love him. I loved him. We thought he was done. So, I mean, good for him. I, didn't he go to the spring training on a minor league contract, yes. too? Yes. Good for and him. He's, and he's Solid like, B for the Rangers. Very I think they, they are taking the steps in the right direction. This. Oakland team might be the most disappointing team. I, D. I, it's been bad. Third D. Uh, Matt Chapman continues to make his name as one of the best third basemen in all of baseball. But, I mean, the rest of this team is just so inconsistent. Profar's been bad. Chapman has been okay. Robbie Grossman's been bad. Steven Piscotti has been very meh. Four homers, 14 RBIs. Chris Davis is hitting what doing what he does, right? Hitting 10 homers. But his yeah. batting average sucks. So, um, <laughs> pitching-wise... They just have no starters, man. They just don't. I mean, when Mike Fires is your number one, that's not good enough. I mean, so. Mike Fires ERA is seven oh three. Frankie Montas has been good. They, Montas has been good. You love to see that, but they need AJ Puck and Gerald Cotton soon. Last they need those guys back. Team. Oh, what what are grade D for them? I gave him a D. Okay, last one. The Los Angeles Angels, thirteen and seventeen. They're not terrible. They're not good. 
It's what I expected. I gotta give him a D plus. I give C minus. I give him a C just because it's kind of like San Francisco. It's what we expected. Mike Trout's awesome. Tommy Lasella, seven homers. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but it's what we expected. I, I feel mean, bad for Albert. I really do. Nah, whatever. He left. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a C. Mike Trout's awesome. They need Otani back. I mean, and and Matt Harvey, Trevor so, Cahill, sucks. and Chris Satin have suck. all been trash. Suck. They yeah. all suck. <laughs> All right, real quick before we get out of here. Has there anyone that's fallen off a cliff like Matt Harvey? Think about his career path. He was so hyped up. Yeah, and I mean, he even started to come up a little bit with the Reds. And Just a little to, bit. I don't then know. gone. It stinks. It's tough. All right. That was good. That was, that was good. Fun. Those are our first month grades. We'll do grades at the end of every month. Okay. Um, but that was good. I think there's a lot of surprises there, but there's a lot of what we expected. But that'll fluctuate. So we'll be back. Uh, more news as it comes, games, highlights, everything that we want to talk about. When it happens, we'll talk about it eventually. But this has been On the Chalk. Thank you for listening. Stay on the lookout for the next episode and give us some good ratings.